Start today. Do not procrastinate. Do it now. Thank you for joining Brothers of the Word because, brother, you need the Word. We welcome all of you joining us by television and those of you joining us at airjesus.com. Stay tuned to today's message. We're doing part two, something we started last time entitled Just Do It. Just Do It. Open your Bibles, if you will, to the book of Ecclesiastes, the book of Ecclesiastes chapter 9. Ecclesiastes chapter 9. And we looked at a verse there, our text there. Verse number 10, Ecclesiastes chapter 9 and verse number 10. When you get there, say amen. Ecclesiastes chapter 9 is right behind Proverbs. Ecclesiastes chapter 9, verse 10. Let's read verse 10 together in unison. Ready? Read. Whatsoever thy hand findeth to do, do it with thy might. For there is no work, nor device, nor knowledge, nor wisdom in the grave whither thou goest. So notice that whatever your hand finds to do, do it. Do it with all thy might. And so we're we're talking from the subject, just do it. Part two, just do it. Turn to your neighbor and say, just do it. And this verse, once again, it it just tells us, do some things in life while you have the chance. In other words, seize life, seize life, grab a hold of life and use it to its fullest while you have the opportunity, while you have the ability, while you have the time to do so. Jesus said something very similar. Jesus said, let us work while it is day. But when the night comes, no man can work. In other words, he was saying the same thing. Just do it. Do it while you have the chance. Do it while you have the time. Do it while you have the opportunity. And so seize life. Turn to David and say, seize life. Grab a hold of life. Seize it. Use it uh, to its fullest. So we're talking about overcoming regrets, uh, disappointments, and failures And I told you last time that God spoke to me those two words, to do it. And he was saying to me to stop wishing about what you should have done and to start doing something now. God can only prosper what we do. He can't prosper what we want to do. He can't prosper what we should have done. He can't prosper what we could have done. God can only prosper what we do. Turn to your neighbor and say, God can only prosper what you do. He can only prosper what we do. So he, he says to us to take action. It is not too late. Take action and just do it. We covered, you don't have to turn there, but we covered some scriptures in, in the book of James. James chapter 1, verse 22 and 20. Five, speaking of being doers of the word, James is very action oriented. He believed in taking action and just doing it. Uh, also, James 2.26, where it says faith without works is dead, or as one translation put it, faith without corresponding action is dead, is worthless, no good. So James is very action oriented, and he says to us, hey, be doers of the word, just do it. Just do it. And so uh, in the context of which I, I really received this inspiration, it was, it was just to stop fretting over 
past regrets and past failures and past disappointments. Stop, you know, wishing you could have done this and should have done this and all of those things. No, but to bring it into present tense and say, hey, let's just do it now. Let's do it now. And so I want you to understand and I want you to know and realize that you can't change the past, but you can do something about your future. Your best days are in front of you. Your best days, hear that carefully, your best days are in front of you. You can enjoy more in your future than you have lost in your past. Grab a hold of of what God says to us there. You can enjoy more in your future than you have lost in your past. And so we receive this charge to just do it because there is so much in us that we have not done yet. There's so much in us that we have not accomplished, so many things that are unrealized, so much potential, so much lies within us that we haven't done yet. And so I I believe God says to all of us, just as he spoke to me in the restroom, just do it, just do it. Remember this uh, quote, I quoted last time, said the only thing that stands between a man and what he wants from life is often merely the will to try and the faith to believe that it is possible. That's all that stands between a man and what he wants from life is just the will to try and the faith to believe that it is possible, my rich devotes. And um, dealing with our past regrets and things we wish we should have done, could have done, and uh, shoulda, woulda, coulda, and all of these things in our past where we have these regrets. I, I came across a couple of interesting stories, and I'm going to share them with you. Uh, but I came across the story of a, a gentleman, and for over 50 years, he regretted not finishing college. He regretted dropping out of college, and when he was in college, he was on the basketball team. So over, over 50 years... He regretted, for over 50 years, he regretted dropping out of college, and he regretted that he didn't get a chance to finish playing college basketball. But I want you to know, he decided one day, after 50 years, to do something about it, to just do it. What an inspiration. I kind of envision myself still having my game at 73, (laughs) still being competitive. But I love that. He did something. About his regrets, he didn't go to the grave wishing what it would have been like to have finished college or to play college basketball. He did something about it. Turn to your neighbor and say, just do it. Just do it. I I recall Pastor Nathaniel uh, speaking about a man who was 46. And he was talking to his friend and his friend was trying to encourage him to go back to college. And he said, if I go back to college, and he said, in four years when I graduate, I'll be 50 years old. And his friend said, how old will you be in four years if you don't go back? (laughs) And so uh, we are not to live our lives with regrets. We are not to allow ourselves to be shortchanged in life, to miss out on possibilities. But no, God wants us to seize life. Notice what Ecclesiastes 9.10 says, whatever your hand finds to do it, when the opportunity is there, in other words, Seize it. Do it. You won't have this opportunity forever because after this is the grave and your gifts and abilities and hopes and dreams and aspirations and accomplishments 
are worthless, null and void once you're in the grave. Nothing you can do. So God says, do it. Take the risk. Take the chance. Live, seize life, and just do it. Let me ask you these questions. What regrets do you have? What is it that you've always wanted to do? What is it you wish you had done? What is your coulda, woulda, shoulda? And I want you to not go around life moping about health issues or moping about financial issues or moping around about relationship issues. No, stand up and do something about them. Take action. Commit yourself and take action. Um, Kevin Myers, he was talking about wellness, and he said, if you want to be well, if you want to be healthy, He said, you don't need a quick fix. He said, what you need is to become fit. And so uh, don't stress out and complain and just mope around about physical issues and your physical health. No, get up and do something about it. I ran ran across a second story, a very fascinating lady. This lady was 72 years old. And she said one day she went to the grocery store because they had a sale on kitty litter, cat litter. And she said they had these big 50-pound bags of cat litter, and they were on sale. And so she bought some, and she said she had no one to help her to get the bags home. So she had to carry the 50-pound bags home. And this woman at 72 years of age, she said she almost broke under the weight of that 50-pound bag. And she said, then and there, she made up her mind that she must immediately do something about her deteriorating body. She said, I can sit around and just deteriorate and fade away and worry about osteoporosis and all these things. Or she said, or I can do something about it. And she decided to do something about it. Now, I'm going to show you a video clip of her. At age 86, she went at at age 72, she decided to become a bodybuilder. At age 72, she she decided to become a bodybuilder. She became the world's oldest bodybuilder. She won 40 trophies. She traveled to several countries competing and winning. She's been all over the country as an inspirational speaker, telling people that they can do it. They can still achieve it, and it's not too late. I want you to take a picture, uh, a look at this video of this 86-year-old bodybuilder. Moms will make you healthy. Meet 86-year-old Marjorie Nolan, who's bench cut osteoporosis away. What made you want to start lifting weights? At that time, we were talking a lot about osteoporosis. So I thought, well, this could help. Since one out of two women over the age of 50 is destined to have bone fractures from osteoporosis, doctors recommend adding weights to your exercise routine. Oh, no, this isn't so bad. (laughs) Because you only have, what, five pounds? Oh, stop it. (laughs) Show off. 84. 85. Did it take a long time to get that body? No, I had it when I started. (laughs) Give her a hand. (laughs) 
Turn to your neighbor and say, just do it. Now, for 86-year-old, didn't make excuses. She didn't make excuses. She took action. She just did it. Folks, it's not too late. You're not too old. You can still realize your dreams and use your potential and reach and achieve your goals. Just do it. Just do it. Just commit yourself and take action today. Just do it. Turn to your neighbor again and say, just do it. Just do it. Just do it. Just do it. I want to share with you just um, really about three things that I thought about to help us to do some things and achieve some things that sometimes we fail to do and fail to realize our potential and use. So I just have a a few keys I want to share with you to to help you along those lines. Number one, uh, something to help you to do it is to eliminate the excuses that keep you where you are. Eliminate the excuses that keep you where you are. Turn to your neighbor and say, eliminate the excuses that keep you where you are. I know Pastor Nathaniel, in his business, he had a sign up that says, no excuse. No excuses. What a wonderful motto to live by. No excuses. There are always excuses. There are always good excuses. There are always good excuses why you can't do something, why you can't get it done. But Pastor Nathaniel said there are only two types of people, those who get it done and those who don't. No excuses. No excuses. Listen to um, this list of people from the Bible. And these are people who all had wonderful excuses, yet they didn't allow their excuses to hold them back. They didn't allow their excuses to stop them. God still did wonderful and great, mighty things through their lives. Listen to these excuses. Abraham was old. Jacob was insecure. Leah was unattractive or just plain ugly. Joseph was abused. Moses stuttered. Gideon was poor. Samson was codependent. Rahab was immoral. She was a prostitute. David had an affair and family problems. Elijah was suicidal. Jeremiah was depressed. Jonah was disobedient and reluctant. Naomi was a widow. Peter was impulsive and hot-tempered. Martha worried a lot. The Samaritan woman had several failed marriages. Zacchaeus was unpopular and short. Thomas had doubts. Paul had poor health. Timothy was timid. Now, what's your excuse? Turn to your neighbor and say, what's your excuse? Number one, eliminate the excuses that keep you where you are. You'll find throughout scripture that people who, who gave excuses, they, they did a lot of talking. They did a lot of talking. You know the, the story of the, the talents, um, where the, the, you know, the parable of the ten talents and the man who buried his talent. You, if you go back and study that story out, you'll find out that when the master came back to find out the results of, the, of their investments, the man who buried his talent and didn't do anything, he did triple the talking of the guys that produced. And so he buried his talent. I mean, he's the one that did all the talking. He just had excuses. He, you know, he just did. So people, my father used to say that you can't explain failure 
and you can't argue with success. And so no need for excuses. So turn your neighbor and say once again, say no excuses, no excuses. Eliminate the excuses that keep you where you are. So you're not too old. You're not too little. You're not the wrong color. Didn't come from the wrong background. You didn't miss out. You know, it doesn't matter. Eliminate the excuses that keep you where you are and just do it. Just do it. Here's number two. Number two is start today. Start to turn your neighbor and say, start today. Start today. Don't procrastinate. Do it now. Don't procrastinate. Do it now. There was a sign in a tree farm that read, the best time to plant a tree is 25 years ago. The second best time is today. The best time to plant a tree is 25 years ago. The second best time is today. So start today. Do not procrastinate. Do it now. There's an English proverb that says, one of these days means none of these days. One of these days means none of these days. Do it. Turn the say, do it now. Start today. Don't procrastinate. Start today, even, even, if, uh, even if you're just taking a small step. It doesn't matter. It's not, you know, what's really important is not where you are, but what direction you're moving in. That's what's important. So even if you're taking small steps, start today. Take some small action toward your goal. Take some small action toward fulfilling your potential. Take some small action toward changing your life. Take some small action toward realizing your dream. So take some small action. Um, It doesn't matter how small, but do something. Just get moving, get started. There's a Chinese proverb that says, um, be not afraid of going slowly. Be only afraid of standing still. So it doesn't matter if you're just doing a little bit, taking small steps. That's not the problem. The problem is if you're not doing anything. So get started today. Don't procrastinate. Get started today. Do it now. Turn your neighbor and say, do it now. Do it now. Do it now. And number three, third thing I thought about to help us to um, realize our potential and fulfill some things in our lives is is to try something new. Tony your neighbor said, try something new. You have to, see, you got to get out and you got to stretch yourself a little bit. You got to stretch yourself. See, we're, we're so comfort-minded. We don't like to do new things because um, new things have question marks. New things are unfamiliar. New things can kind of be frightening. We like to stay with what is sure, was tested and tried, and so we're afraid to test the waters. But I want you to know Peter stepped out. Peter walked on the water, and I believe the Bible was letting us know to do something new. Peter did something no other man had done before. He did something no other disciple or uh, before or after him had done before. Peter did something new. It was a new experience. And it challenged him, it stretched him, it caused him to develop and to grow. And so you got to do something new. You got to do something new. I like Pastor Nathaniel. Pastor Nathaniel told you right now he's training for the Navy SEALs. He's doing something new that he's never done. He's stepping out. He's pushing himself, stretching himself. So do something new. Do something new. Turn to the neighbor and say, do something new. 
Try something new. You have to challenge yourself. Challenge, go out of your way to do something different, to challenge yourself, to stretch yourself. Challenge yourself uh, in three areas. Challenge yourself to challenge your body. Challenge yourself physically. Challenge your mind. Challenge yourself mentally. And challenge your spirit. Challenge your spirit. So go out of your way and do something new. Try something new. And this helps us to accomplish some goals and to realize some dreams and fulfill potential that's on the inside of us. When we do those uh, three things that I, I mentioned there, to try something new, to start today, and to eliminate the excuses that keep you where you are. Thank you so much for joining us today. I want you to go to airjesus.com. You can listen to this message, Just Do It, part two, message number 7467. You can listen to it in its entirety. You can also email it to a friend absolutely free of charge. Thank you so much for joining us today at Brothers of the Word, because brother, you need the word. (laughs) 